So today we're talking about agreeing to disagree. Can, yeah. can we do that in today's world? Can we agree to disagree? I don't know. I go back and forth on the idea of agree to disagree because we sure can, but there are some things that we can't. And those seem to be the things that people want to say, uh, agree to disagree. Right. Yeah. Um, well, let's, uh, let's get into it and see if we can agree or disagree or agree to disagree. How's that sound? That sounds great. Thanks for noticing my haircut, by the way. Uh, well, when you're wearing a hat, I can't tell. <laughs> it's like the smallest little haircut. I noticed because it sort of looks like maybe you got a haircut. Oh, I did. Thank you. Yeah. But so I keep you're mine welcome for noticing the same. Well, I keep mine the same basic like style and length. So yeah, whatever. It's a trim yeah. every four weeks. Boom. There you go. Uh, although during the early part of the, the pandemic, when I, when we weren't getting haircuts in Michigan, it got pretty long. And eventually I went to our, our oldest and said, just buzz it. And she <laughs> did. And it was terrible. Not her, her fault. It was my fault. I was like, Oh, I don't like this haircut. So I'm glad that, um, my stylist uh, opened back up her salon when it was time. And it was so funny because I said to her, so, and her name is Anne and she's amazing. And I said, Anne, um, would you ever consider like letting people in before it's time? And she was like, no, absolutely not. I've been asked <laughs> awesome. a, a few times and offered a lot more than I charge. And I'm just not gonna, because I'm licensed and I respect it and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to keep coming to you. Cause you're awesome. Yeah, that's great. So that. This yeah, was the know. first time I got my hair cut and most importantly colored since before the pandemic, since oh. around, I think it's been since around Thanksgiving of 2019. Uh, well, I'm going to disagree that you need your hair colored. So that's where we oh. can start. Well, gonna... we can not agree to disagree on that because you don't, I normally wear a hat when I see you because we're seeing each other a lot when I pot, when we're podcasting. So you wouldn't, you don't know what's happening up here. That's that's true. <laughs> well, listeners, welcome to the show. Uh, this is my America and uh, I <laughs> am ready to get into this. This will be fun. Um, so my name is Dan. I am half of this team. Uh, I am white, cisgender, hetero male living in the Midwest and in, in Michigan um, tend to be kind of independent voting wise and political wise, but also have always tended to be on a conservative side of things, um, right of center as it were, but I'm much more center nowadays. So this has been an interesting uh, journey with Kim. Uh, and as I say her name, so flippantly, uh, the, my co-host Kim is, is there. So Kim, all yeah. you. No, it's just, uh, whoever. <laughs> we don't, I mean, at this point we're like, right. More than a dozen episodes in, if you've listened yeah. to any of them, you know who we are. Um, and if not, well, you're going to get to know us. So there you go. Yeah. Always taking in new listeners. Always happy to have a fan. Never interested in criticism. That's me. <laughs> um, That's fair. I am a uh, cisgender, white, heterosexual female living in Los Angeles. Um, I work in television production and on the side and trying to uh, increase voter turnout with a nonprofit that I have. Voter um, turnout. Do things. Yeah. Everyone in, vote early and vote often. That's the motto. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, vote I early. Can make, I can make that joke once. confidently because, you know, voter fraud doesn't exist. So nobody votes often. Right. Uh, I mean, we vote often in that we vote every year or twice a year because we have two yeah. different election cycles. But yeah, and we should vote every single one of them. Yeah. Um, so Kim, I was out earlier today uh, with my camera phone, taking mm -hmm. some 
some photos just because that's something that I, I love to do. And With I took a picture. Phone? Yeah. Okay. Well, because, you know, it's a camera, but it's also my phone. Yeah, you could just say like, uh, anyway, all right, let's hear it. <laughs> I took a, a photo of a field of wheat. Oh, God. It was very uh, grainy. Grain. No, I got it. So we're going to start with that because I say that puns are great. That is. don't. Well, not all so, puns are bad. But when you write them down, they're terrible. <laughs> we can do this all day uh by definition puns are horrible right like they're just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like that's the point <laughs> so in this uh, this this podcast our idea is to uncover what america looks like through the lens of different people obviously so far it's only been ours um so at some point we're going to change that and bring other people in as guests you know occasionally um but the other idea is to look at what we are going through nowadays right it's 2021 we're still in the middle of a global pandemic and a national pandemic of, of idiocy uh, because people don't want to wear their masks, but anyway, yeah. or just have compassion for crying loud. But in the last few years, social media and politics and everything else has made it a really difficult just world to live in without being hated on, no matter where your stand is um, being, you know, canceled air quotes. That's not a thing. Um, and we covered that already, but we, we love, I've always loved having debates and, and having discussions and even getting passionate about these things. Um, but then being able to walk away with respect and love for the other person, even if I disagree, even if I think that their stance is just ridiculous, I can typically walk away with, well, I guess we'll agree to disagree. Yeah. But in the last few years, it's been so difficult to get to that point because people use that phrase and things like, I don't know, basic human rights. Uh, and it's like, no, I'm not going to agree or disagree when it comes to somebody's rights to be a human. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we started with this whole idea that can we agree to disagree? So, um, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's, that's how I feel. Like there are some things that we can agree to disagree on. Um, you know, things that don't really matter can be agreed to disagree on your thoughts on a specific kind of food or the Marvel universe or whatever. Like we can agree to disagree on certain things. Uh, we can't agree to disagree on racism. We can't agree to disagree with the idea that black lives matter. There are things that we, and I think that agree to disagree kind of just gets thrown out there and it's not really doing anything. I struggle and when it's go ahead. Sorry. I actually didn't have any else, anything else to say. I'm, <laughs> I we're, started to say, and, and then was like, mm, mm, mm. and that's uh, episode. We're good. Um, yeah. <laughs> the other one is like that I struggle with is, and, and this is, this is, this one is difficult for me because like, I don't know where all the data comes from, all the numbers come from all the set. Like, and so for instance, COVID-19, this pandemic that we're in, you know, 560,000 people right now in America have died. Mm -hmm. that, that we've been able to track from COVID-19 and the, the, the virus that starts it and the disease that it brings and the sickness and, and, and the, you know, on ventilators and blah, blah, blah. And then that leads to pneumonia, which people are like, well, you know, then there was no money that killed them, not COVID-19. So you're just trying to inflate the numbers and get more money for your hospital. And they're like, no, it's not <laughs> how this works. Uh, I mean, doctors and nurses famously money grabbing. 
right? <laughs> so like this whole idea that, you know, well, we'll just agree to disagree that these numbers are, aren't, aren't, aren't real or that, you know, well, masks don't, I mean, they don't really work because it's not a respirator mask. It's just a cloth and that doesn't really work because viruses can get through it. So we'll just, we'll agree to disagree. And I don't know where you're, where you're pulling your numbers from because my numbers say this. And so we'll just agree to disagree. And it's like, wait a minute. On some of that, we can agree to disagree. Okay. On some of it, it's, 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 it's fact. I right? think that's, that's the thing that's like so hard about this particular time in our, uh, <laughs> sometimes at work, I like to make a joke that like, we live in the dumbest timeline. Like <laughs> we do, we have the most technology in theory, this should be the top, the smartest timeline, but we live in the dumbest timeline right now. And I think the thing that I, I really like bristle when I hear agree to disagree. And the thing that I do about it, or the thing that gets me is it is saying that your opinion, which is different than a scientific, scientifically proven fact if your opinion is different, that you can agree to disagree. Why don't you say what you want to say, which is, I don't like that fact. And therefore, I'm going to pretend it doesn't exist. Facts don't care about your feelings. Math and facts don't care about your feelings. Right. Um, and I'm getting really sick of people saying agree to disagree just because they're being proven scientifically wrong. You can still say things like, um, you know, on, on masks, for example. Okay, it has been proven that a cloth mask works. That's just a fact. It doesn't work 100%. It's not an N95, it, you know, whatever. A cloth mask does work. It lowers the rate of transmission for COVID-19. Instead of saying, agree to disagree because you don't want to wear a mask, just say, I don't want to wear a mask. Right. You're not, like, I, stop trying to fight against a fact. It, that's the thing that really gets me upset that, that that's the reason not upset but that's the thing i don't like about this agree to disagree culture right yeah just just say i okay that you can tell me that it reduces the risk of transmission but in all reality i don't really care because it's not going to yeah. affect me and i don't i just don't want to wear one yeah which okay well i mean this it, isn't an episode about masks but it's so selfish right because well, that's, yeah. <laughs> the mask isn't for you <laughs> exactly Exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, I can see this. I, I used to have this discussion with a friend of uh, a former friend of mine who uh, very much into gun rights, and he wants to be able to own all of the guns. And he's a very now he is a very responsible gun owner. He likes to build guns, which now is this whole debate with ghost guns, right? You can mm -hmm. order all the different parts or manufacture them yourself and just build them. The technology exists and it is legal. And you can do that. But he also very much was like, well, the numbers that, you know, and he, he is very much does not like Democrats. So he calls them names, but basically he would say, well, the numbers that a Democrat show, like you're just, you're calling a mass shooting when it's more than two people. And that's just not factual. And like, and all these different things where he wants to debate his facts and like some of it, you know, some of it, I understand. I get the fact that we have this amendment in our constitution that says we have the right to bear arms and how we interpret that means we can own guns because we want to protect ourselves from a possible fascist government. But then when we had a quasi fascist government, he supported it. So I don't understand that. Anyway. Well, but also, you know, that's a great example right there of agree to disagree because 
they're picking out uh, it's a uh, second amendment is um not unlike the first amendment often misinterpreted and also only pulling a small piece of it because what they're dropping is the well-regulated part of (laughs) that second amendment two very important words well-regulated that's a good one maybe we need a second amendment uh, uh episode Sure. I mean, you know, everybody knows who knows me knows that I um, often carry concealed carry (laughs) these two guns. (laughs) Welcome to the gun show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's things like that. Agree to disagree on guns. Okay. well, then. But no, (laughs) let's have an actual conversation. Sure. Two people dead. Is not a is not technically a mass shooting. so then that's your argument like you're not you that's it that's all you got like come on dude i know that's i know who you're talking about and i know that's not all they have but right right well and it's and it's other you know it's a whole yeah there's a whole lot there and and some of it again some of it i understand and i don't necessarily disagree with i don't necessarily agree with either so in that point like i don't know if i have a dog in the fight so to speak right i don't know if i have a a a horse in the race i don't know what you i don't know what the good term is i don't know if i have a say in it in yeah. that sense, because I, I don't necessarily care. What I do care about is protecting our our people in this country and our mm-hmm. children who are now victims in schools and families who are victims from people who you know have mental mental breaks and go mm-hmm. kill a doctor, his wife, and their grandkids or whatever. Like there are things in this country that we need to be able to to rectify, and so I do care about those things. You know, some of the things that, that, that people will argue against and I don't necessarily care about is it, you know, what exactly is a high capacity magazine, which what exactly is the number and all this stuff. And so some of it, I don't understand his, like this person's perspective or those who support it, you know, yeah, um, and why they fight so hard against it. Like have, have some regulation. Like you said, it's well-regulated militia and that means something different back 200 years ago than it does now. But anyway, um, how, how do you, have like like i guess for you kim let me just ask you what is your line in the sand of agree to disagree versus like your like when you say to somebody well you're just wrong i think are you going to recognize a basic fact if if you and i are having a debate like a conversation a debate and i'm giving you a fact this happens a lot mostly with like voter ids i'm giving or voter fraud also um they're pretty tied together i'm giving you a fact uh, and then they'll come back with like, well, in Philadelphia, okay, let me again give you this fact. Okay, but I know somebody, okay, again, let me give you a fact. If you're not willing to recognize a, 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 a like a, just a, something that is real, a study, a, you know, whatever, if you're not willing to recognize that, then we can't agree to disagree. We can just acknowledge that you're disagreeing. It's not agree to disagree. I'm not going to agree to disagree with you because you're not having the conversation anymore. Yeah. I'll acknowledge, we'll, we'll acknowledge to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we're not going to agree on it. So what about like in that case, you know, you've got, so voter, voter fraud and voter ID and that kind of stuff, right? You've got facts, you've got studies. How far down the rabbit trail of, well, who funded this? Do you go? Like, for instance, when we talk about media coverage of some of this stuff, right? The media coverage, national media, local media, it's media coverage is biased, no doubt about it. 
whether it's a personal bias or a corporate bias, you know, Fox News reporters versus MSNBC News reporters. Whoa, 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 whoa. MSNBC, not biased, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's my news. They're not biased. (laughs) Right. You know, you've got, in, in my local town, one of the stations is owned by Sinclair Broadcasting, which is owned by the same the same conglomerates who own very conservative media outlets. So Sinclair Broadcasting is proven to be a conservative outlet. The local coverage often tends to be more liberal bias, but it's but liberal versus conservative. Like there's there's bias. Yeah. Whether it's you know a a male reporter, a white male reporter has a bias compared to a black woman reporter. Like there's different biases. So there's all this stuff going on, right? Yeah. So how so how far down the rabbit trail of figuring out like who funded it what's the bias what's the narrative do you start to go so like in the in the 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 voter fraud side of things you know you've got you share some different resources do you have to defend those resources because not usually because not usually because sometimes it's uh doesn't work out well for the other side to start talking about bias Hmm and biases because then when you're sharing like a Fox news article, that's pretty easy to break down. And I get kind of lucky when it comes to voter fraud. So maybe that wasn't the best example because usually what I'll do is start out by showing the heritage foundation website and saying like, this is how many uh, cases of fraud, the heritage foundation, a foundation that is, that wants this, that wants to find fraud that wants to show that there is more fraud than there actually is. So not even all these cases are like actual true cases. They're cases where someone was not proven to have committed fraud, but simply like charged with fraud. Um, This is, I I like use their numbers. So, you know, that one, I get away with it a little bit easier because I can say, no, it's funded by these people and it's run by these people. And it's very conservative um, and and highly manipulated numbers. Mm. And even with those numbers, you still come out to nothing. A right. fraud and still get argued with so yeah, yeah. well we, we get so caught up in our our headlines and our own personal narratives yeah you know. it's so like and that's the thing about a great disagree too is that you can't we do just dig in we're all guilty of it like you know obviously i'm i'm, I'm obviously guilty of it um we all just dig into our own personal narratives and narratives that we tell ourselves about our own lives and narratives that we tell ourselves about the world that we live in so that we can confirm the narrative that we tell about ourselves and our lives, all this kind of stuff, it all works together. And, but it's just frustrating that people dig in so far that they're not willing to, to adjust for change. If, if we want to have these discussions and actually have them be constructive, how do we check our own parts then to make sure that we're not doing that? that we're not just digging in and berating somebody. I think checking your heart is actually probably a great term for it because like for me, I notice that when I'm really like in into a debate with somebody, I can actually feel like, like I'm a little shaky, makes me a little nervous. And then I, it's easy for me to recognize like I'm being way too personal in this. And even though I very rarely do like Facebook fights and I live in Los Angeles, so it's not like, I have to do this often, which is probably to my detriment, to be honest. But, um, you know, even though I'm writing out like, well, actually Biden's like 
unemployment rate is blah, blah, blah. And, and this is why often newer presidents get saddled with it and it shouldn't be because it takes a while to turn the boat and all this kind of stuff. I, I can feel that even though I'm writing just neutral language in my head, I'm like, but you'll not, you're, you don't care about this and blah, blah. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, I, this is way too personal. And I have to remove that, those feelings out of it. Hmm. It's so hard because you do, you, you get real personal. And like I was having this discussion with my uh, wife earlier today, back to the, to the coronavirus stuff, right? How do you go back from like, I've got friends who I care about deeply and I respect, and I know they, you know, they have good hearts and then they turn around and they like berate mask mandates and they champion and cheer for, well, let's just all go back to school and play sports and all this kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, like you've, you're supposed to have a compassionate heart. You're supposed to care about other humans. You like, you know, they, they, they don't want to get vaccinated. And like, I disagree with that. I think we all should get vaccinated. It's, it's safe. It's been proven to be safe. It's like, it's not a government mandate. It's not going to give you 5g. It's not going to get like, it's, you know? And so I, I have to check my heart and go, okay, can I go back to having friendships with people like this? Or is this one of those values things that really hurts a friendship? And is that, is it worth it to me? Um, and that's, and that's hard right now because I don't that's want to lose all my hard. friends. It is hard because it feels like a core thing because it's a, it's a very selfish choice to not get vaccinated. But on the other hand, you know, it, I don't know. I think that we love our friends depending on who they are. We, we love them. And I don't know, like I think it's, I guess, possible to kind of just be like, this part of him isn't great, or this part of her isn't great. But, um, you know, I still love them for going to a ball game, or I still love them for their taste in music. And you kind of compartmentalize that piece of it, right? Because if otherwise, like, we're surrounding ourselves, this is going to sound like great, but then really hard. It's like, we're just surrounding ourselves with people who we love all of which is great. Like that's, that's what you want. You want to be around people that you love all of, but agree with all of also, which is not. It's not possible. Yeah. And sounds boring. So is that where agree to disagree has to start to come into play then? It's like, okay, like for instance, vaccinations. I have some friends that I care about deeply who are not only not going to get vaccinated against the coronavirus, but just don't believe in mandatory vaccinations because they want to be able to control their lives, their bodies and their, and their kids, like their world. Yeah. And like some of that, I understand again, personal freedoms. I get, I want personal freedom too. I don't necessarily want a government telling me everything I have to do with everything. Right. Right. So there's like, there's some stuff there that I don't necessarily agree with though. Like vaccinate your kids, man, come on. Right. It's not like this whole idea that vaccinations give our kids autism is just not true. It's been proven to not be true. Those were all false studies. It, it, it's not true. They are safe. And so there's all these things to, to, to unpack, but then go, okay, well, it, it is their, their right. And, and they are still lovely people and they are still like good humans. So agree to disagree on this one. Yeah. Do I just kind of put my feelings aside. I think it comes... A, a back to again like a recognition of scientific fact 
do they not want to get vaccinated but are they willing to like acknowledge that vaccines do not cause autism and the reason that you know they get to make this choice for their kids is because they were probably vaccinated that's how they got to be grown-ups um and are they willing to acknowledge that they are putting others at risk who who physically cannot get vaccinated and are they willing to acknowledge that they are kind of banking their child's health on enough people being vaccinated around them if they're willing to acknowledge all of that because those are just scientific facts then sure ag- agree to disagree but yeah. you know again it comes back to recognizing those facts i think that's where i'm at with agree to disagree if it, you know if we can both walk away from it being like I, I mean we have the same basic knowledge and understanding we're just looking at it differently then okay it sucks it's not it's not good you know please get vaccinated please get your kids vaccinated um because you're taking a just an incredible gamble um but okay you know yeah it's gonna be hard as we do get back to more interaction with people not just facebook arguments to be able mm-hmm. to say to come back from some of these right like that's that's gonna be hard i you know it sucks because i'm such a a social person and I care about my friends so deeply, even when I disagree yeah. with them, I love them. Not me. Was, if I disagree with somebody, they're out of my life forever. Done. So You're done. Yeah. That's why I can say these things because it's so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Agree or disagree. It's a, it's a hard one. I don't think we've solved anything at all. We've just talked in circles, but I've enjoyed it. I don't even know. <laughs> like, because I think, I mean, like at the end of the day, and I hate that. I hate that. I need to stop using that cliche. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, it is, it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, what's important is, you know, staying, I think what's important is connection and loving your neighbor, you know, for loving your neighbor in general, but also truly loving your, your family and your friends and the people around you. And we're just like, none of us are perfect. I'm, I'm far from perfect. I'm sure I've pissed off a number of my friends yeah. and family. Strong, <laughs> strong agree. Hey, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, we just, we've got to, we got to get through it. Right. We've got to be able to, and I think we have to be able to have disagreements because none of us have all the answers and yeah, how can we get, so I, I guess, let me say this way. What I, what I hear from you is we can get to the same end goal, different, different paths, but yeah. if our end goal is still at least based in fact, and at least still loving each other then we can walk away going, okay, I don't agree with you, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah. That's kind of my, like how I feel about politics in general and also just basic conversation. Like, I think we need to start just getting back to the idea that we can acknowledge a fact is a fact and then talk about how we feel about it later. But so you can let the facts affect your feelings, but you cannot let your feelings affect the facts. Mm. Where do we get our facts from? I guess that's that's one of the things that I keep rolling around in my head is I have people in my life that are like, okay, that's fine, but your facts are coming from the wrong place. I'm like, wait, well, wait a minute though. Like, how do you? That I, is, there will be many things that we are going to have to deal with for a very long time from Trump's presidency. What he has done to our basic acknowledgement of facts is a big one. Yeah. That's yeah. going to take, and media and all that. It's going to take a very, very long time because I trust scientists i trust 
you can get to the core. Like you can look at an article from wherever you get your news and say, oh, that's really interesting. It looks like maybe masks aren't that helpful because they're not N95s. There's a link to a study here. All right, let me look at the study. That study is also on a Fox News website. Um, and they're saying the same thing, but there's also like a link to that study as well. And then that study is a third party, nonpartisan scientific study group. That study doesn't care. And then that, that's how, you know, that's how most of these news stories break. You take the basics of the story and then it all gets parceled out and, and ciphered through their own um, viewpoints and then spit out to the audience. But like, you can find the information there, the actual information, not an interpretation of it. And right. that's what I trust. I think my encouragement to listeners is, is go into it with an open mind. Like it, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay yeah. to change your mind. It, yeah. it's, that doesn't mean that you were wrong necessarily. It doesn't mean that you're weak. You're not a flip-flop. You know, I hear that about politicians. Like they're just flip-flopping. And sometimes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sometimes politicians sure. go like, they just go whatever way the wind blows because they are, you know, morally weak or whatever. Like that's fine. Yeah. But there's also something called growth, <laughs> you know, and that's okay. You know, when I was a child, I believed in things that as an adult, I'm like, oh, that's not real. Okay, cool. It's like Leslie Nope said uh, when she was a kid, she thought chocolate milk came from brown cows. And then when she learned that about chocolate milk, she flip flopped and realized <laughs> that was not the case. Yeah. Like you just, that's, you that's just okay. grow up and learn. And you can't tie, I think part of it too is like, stop tying so much of your personality into a political viewpoint. <laughs> and by that, I mean, I mean, you know, I, being a liberal is, doesn't dictate, but um, shows a lot of how I um, move throughout the world. As far as like putting, you know, social justice first, putting people first before policies, letting people inform policies, um, looking at the way we spend our, our money and our budgets and all that kind of stuff. That, that all um, is through a liberal lens, but like my personality is not tied up in Joe Biden. <laughs> like right. my personality is not tied up in the way that Nancy Pelosi does one thing or the other. So stop tying your political, your, your whole personality up in something, yeah. you know? Yep. She said while wearing a Padres shirt and Disneyland hat. Get it? <laughs> it's not politics. It's corporate. So that's fine. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Like your personality is not your favorite sports team. Your personality is not, you know, it, it your personality is made up of a bunch of different facets and let it be made up of a, of a bunch of different facets so that if one lets you down emotionally because something is different than you thought it was because vaccines do work because guns should be well-regulated because of all this kind of stuff, that's not going to crumble your whole world. And maybe you would be a little bit more emotionally open to taking in more information and hearing another side if you didn't feel like the idea that wearing a mask was going to crumble your whole deal. Get a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Learn to knit. I mean, come on. If, if uh, putting on a piece of cloth over your mouth crumbles your whole and nose and nose no 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 you don't breathe through your nose everyone knows that <laughs> if 
if putting a, a piece of cloth over your face, nose and mouth, um, crumbles your personal infrastructure, you need to do some work. And I'm not being flippant about this. I'm not trying to like make fun of somebody. It is kind of funny, but like, if, if that if that is true, you need to to talk to somebody. You need some real therapy because right. you cannot wrap yourself up so closely in something like that. Get a except real for, personality. Except for um, not putting pineapple on pizza. If that's the case, then you need to not be my friend. I'm not going to lie to you. I put pineapple on pizza the other day. I do too. Pretty good. It is amazing. I might put it on my pizzas tonight. Anyway. Okay. Because we have fresh pineapple and that's even better. Ooh. Yeah. So there you go. That is how we can come to agree to disagree mm-hmm. uh, without just making it what it, what it is right now. We need to work I think also it. like remember that your words mean something. So agree to disagree. If you're going to say agree to disagree, mean it. Are you willing to agree that you have disagreed? Don't say agree to disagree because you're done with the conversation. Don't say agree to disagree because whatever. Really think about, the, are you agreeing to disagree? Or are you just going to say, acknowledge the disagreement? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That was fun. That was good. That was great. We solved it. It's done. We're good. As always, I was right. And as always, I picked off all of my nail polish in that conversation. That's interesting. Are you nervous talking to me? Because yeah, I'm course. so smart. No, 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 no. So there you go. So if you want to agree to disagree with us, you can find us on the socials. Mm-hmm. Uh, My America Pod, Instagram and Twitter, myamericapod at gmail.com. That's that's us. That'll get to, to both of us. So you can always send us some information there. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Dan Moyle. So you can hit me up there. And if you want to agree or disagree with me <laughs> you can find like me that. on social media at kim moffett m-o-f-f-a-t i know how to spell oh good job <laughs> and you can find our show notes the storytellersnetwork.com slash my america uh links to stuff and whatnot and our socials and all that good stuff so uh thanks for listening we appreciate you leave us a review subscribe share it with a friend that's my america